Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. G'day everyone, welcome to Red Legs Radio. Thank you for joining us on behalf of Climate Air Conditioning and Solar and the Telstra Shop at Norwood. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar are simply the best in the Telstra Shop at Norwood. Knows everyone is different, whatever you need, visit today. Big show this evening. We'll be catching up with Greg Champion as we normally do. Cam Tahini. The Norwood boy now at the Cats will be joining us a little bit later on in the show. And very exciting, Zach Richards, the my boy, hashtag my boy. Oh, you got him in studio. He's in the studio. We'll be catching up with him in the next couple of seconds. Uh, I've got to say, very, very disappointing performance from Norwood against North Adelaide at Prospect. Down by 52 points and things are on an absolute knife edge now as I welcome into the show the voice of Sandful Footy on 1629 SENSA, Miles Fitzner. Miles, you were reasonably bullish about Norwood despite the loss to Glenelg last weekend. You said Glenelg were absolutely outstanding. Both sides got pumped by 50 points on the weekend. Do you reassess where you think Norwood are at? Uh, maybe I reassess where I think Norwood are at, but I reassess too where... Um, the Bays are at. I went down and called that game as well, and they were they weren't all that great against South. Uh, it was really interesting to come out of a high quality game, and we'll talk to Richo in a minute about it. But um, he said the same thing to us off air before that that Friday night game, Norwood weren't that bad, and Glenelg were, were super. And then following week, the two teams come out and serve up what you consider reasonably ordinary performances. The two sides, and we're not here to to slap anyone, but. You know, zero and five goal start to North and you get blokes like Louis Hender that are confidence players. And as soon as they get their tail up and about, away they go. Uh, mixed feelings with our guest, Zach Richards, in the studio because the fact that he's in here means he's not going to be on the park tomorrow night. A dislocated kneecap, I think it was. Zach Richards, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Thank you for having me, Hooky. Thank tell, you for having me, Miles. Tell us what happened with the knee on the weekend. Uh, you were yeah. getting plenty of it leading into it, mate. Yeah, finding a bit of the footy early on. Um, bit of a previous injury that I had back in 2018. Uh, so just, just got caught in a tackle, went the wrong way and went back in straight away, which is great. But a um, few, few little muscle injuries at the moment. So just trying to strengthen that back up and get back on the park as soon as possible, which would be nice. How long are we talking, mate? What, what's, the, what's the time frame? Uh, I'd like to think two to three weeks, but it could be a bit, bit longer. So we'll wait and see. So right on the cusp, aren't you, I think? All things going well. You're back in time for finals, but... We've got to make them first. make them. That's right. Yeah, that's going to be an issue. Let's talk about uh, the weekend. It was disappointing. What was, the, what was the feeling like in the rooms after the game, and what was the message from Cots? Um, yeah, everyone was pretty disappointed with, with how we went. We, went. Uh, we knew that that was nowhere near our best footy, um, because especially we know what we're capable of. We know what we've shown throughout glimpses throughout the year, so to... 
to dish that up on the weekend it was was quite disappointing for all of us. Is it the midfields like looking down through it? Spinner, Schwartz, Coombe, Almond, all twenty five plus. I mean, we had our own Griggy Douglas. Shent's all 20-plus, but it's the bottom end of players that a few quiet games like Nunny at 15, Abbott at 14, Panos at 19. You know, Rabsy up forward only having the four touches. Mm. I think most of them were early in the game. It sort of did it seem like, like I thought Baldus would seem to be winning the taps early and everything looked okay, but once they sort of got the jump, it was sort of like keepings off almost. Uh, yeah, like like most weeks, Sam gives us first first look, um, which is great from Sammy's behalf. He's doing his bit for the team. Um, yeah, North just got on top early and it was a bit of an... Uh, I wouldn't say an arm wrestle early on, but uh, yeah, they just got the momentum, um, mm. had the win to start off with. But yeah, we just couldn't get our hands on the footy to to the effect that their midfielders had. With that, can I, and a question for the supporters, sorry, it just popped into my head hooking, sorry to cut you off, but it seems that, that if uh, we're down a little bit, um, we still play the same game style and it's at more risk, like high attacking, push up, but then it leaves the ability for the scores then, like against the Eagles, for the scores against to still try to win the game to blow out. Is that something where it's sort of like, you're either right in the hunt or if you keep sort of persisting, you're going to lose a game by 52 rather than losing a game by 24. Because we don't really play sort of shut down footy as in we're behind, try and close it down and stem the damage. It's like we're still trying to win the game from nowhere, which we're capable of doing. But the scores, when we're still having a crack at it, seem to blow out. Does that make sense? Yeah, so we, we've proved in the past that we're, we're a team that's capable of scoring pretty quickly. Um and we've got great confidence if we if we are down uh, that we we can turn it around pretty quickly um, if we're willing to to do the hard work essentially. So um, it has been it has been frustrating that we haven't quite managed to get a four quarter performance together because if if we do we show that we are um, in the hunt and we are we are one of the better sides in the competition. Do we lack a bit of pace? Would, would it be nice to just be able to inject someone with a bit of pace? I mean, we, we have some pace in the team, but most of it's played ahead of the ball. Do, do we lack some pace behind the ball or around the footy? Um, well, we've got the likes of Nunny, who's uh, one of our quickest, I would say. Um, and when he gets the footy in his hands, he likes to run. He's um, a barometer, isn't he? Like, if he has a quiet game, like he did, you know, inside the stoppage, is that fair? Like, if he has 14 or 15, we generally lose. Yeah, he was shut down pretty well on the weekend. Um, but, it, I mean, it gives opportunities to other blokes to to play their role and uh, to do their bit for the team. And, unfortunately, over the weekend, we just didn't have enough people contributing um, to get the job. The um, one thing I've liked about your game in particular, and there's a few others that I haven't liked about it, is your efficiency. You're running at 93% this season, averaging just under a shade under 19 There's not too many blokes in the side that can say that. Is that an area of your game, Richo, you've worked on? Because... Skill errors have been a bit of a problem this year, I think, and um, been a bit fumbly at times, but 93% disposal efficiency, that's pretty elite hooky, I would have thought. Like, that's in the top echelon. You run at 93, and you've done that. Is that something you specifically worked on? Um, I've always prided myself in my kicking and ball use. Um, I think a couple of years back, I probably wasn't hitting targets as I should have been, but I think it's about just being at training, uh, putting yourself into that match simulation and then being able to implement it on game day. So I think that's a real um, key focus of, my, of myself, being an outside mid as well. I think it's really important that I am able to hit those hit those targets. As an outside mid, the one thing we've talked about here on this show in the past is seeing you get forward and being a potential offensive threat. Now, I don't expect you to be kicking goals every game, but I love I the do. fact that you got forward and kicked one against Glenelg the week before. And your goals-to-games ratio is fairly low, and I wonder if you've been spending a little bit more time 
Uh, just focusing a bit on more of the defensive side, don't want to get hurt by an opposition player going the other way. But if that's something you're trying to add to your game, maybe trying to be a bit more of an offensive threat. Yeah, I think early days um, I was playing more of a sort of high defender um, halfback on the on the small dangerous forward. So didn't have much of an opportunity to get up the ground. But um, playing as a predominant winger now, so getting forward a little bit more, but also having to do that defensive. I think defensive mindset is what comes first to me. If you're tuned in, don't forget you can send us a text 0427154166 or give us a call 1300-736-736 and everyone gets a $50 Blades of Barber Lounge voucher, Barber Lounge voucher, which I know Richo frequents and a $20 Sports Power Norwood voucher. He could do with a haircut too, yeah, Zacho. But we've yeah. already had, we've got a couple that have come in here early. Question for Zach Richards. What made you decide to choose the number one, Guernsey? Is it because you're a lair? Uh, I had number 47 before, um, good number, and was offered number one, uh, so I took it. So, <laughs> Well, I'll take it too if you're 47. My, do you know that my extensive senior career with West Adelaide, I wore 47? For my oh, dozen the, rela- the, love, the relationship continues. There it is. I'm surprised you're not talking cricket yet. Another one for Zach. I hear there's a few AFL scouts out and about. Any news on making the draft? Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> you reckon you got someone really on your case here? I don't mind this. What about little brother Josh? You reckon he's a crummy chance? Uh, yeah, Josh has um, improved out of sight over the last couple of years. I think he was back at Paynham uh, a couple of years back. And, um, yeah, he's really taken his game to another level. So that's a credit to him. You've got to get it right. It's the better Cho. That's what, is, that's what happens, doesn't it, Richo? There's the better Cho and the worse Cho. And you get a bit of stick about that from the boys. Yeah, cough it quite often. I think it started off with the Forsters, the better Forster and the worse Forster. So it's um, moved on to me. And then, obviously, uh, I think Josh... Being the younger one, I think he's the better one. Apparently, <laughs> we're going to. We don't want to spend too long talking about the North Adelaide game because it was disappointing. There isn't uh, much good news in and involved about it. But we've got some highlights, uh, courtesy of Channel Seven. There wasn't many for the Norwood Football Club, but uh, let's pick up the highlights, courtesy of Channel Seven. Now, well, they get an opportunity here to start and get themselves in the scoreboard. Abbott, three behinds for the year so far, and I think he's kicked that one. He has. Bampton. Hasn't had a big day, Bampton. Tenth possession. That's a good kick, though. That is right there to give to Grigg from Abbott. And Mitch Grigg finishes beautifully. Coming up. Well, there it is. Terrific performance on their home deck by the Roosters. They've only dropped one game for the year. And, well, this has been really strong, really impressive. And they get up by 52 points over the Red Leagues. Okay, so there you have it, 52-point loss uh, to the Roosters. Disappointing performance. We need to respond. We're taking on the Eagles. What a big game that's going to be tomorrow night at the home of football, Coopers Stadium. We'll have the teams very shortly. Let's just wrap up the discussion. And, uh, Zach, you know, it probably might be a little dif- difficult for you to uh, play your way through this, but Miles and I... Miles, um, I've had concern about the fact that we seem to be prepared to give up field position routinely. We are number one for conceding inside 50s, and that was a real standout again. I think there's 21 inside 50s in the first uh, in the opening quarter alone for North Adelaide. Um, that's not sustainable, is it, when you just keep giving field position up to the opposition? Well, this is what I wanted to ask Richo about, and that was sort of my point, is there's sort of it's like high-risk, high-reward, sort of full-push type of football, sort of hang, 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 a little bit like soccer, maintain possession, go. But then when you go and it doesn't pay off, then you can get scored against really quickly. And that's when 
um, pressure gets put on your midfield is obviously about defensive running. And I'm, I think defensive running probably be a thing that Jimmy Allen would be drilling into a lot of the midfielders. Richo, as he's nodding to me, but probably not something Jimmy did a lot of himself, mind you. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy was, uh, didn't mind accumulating. The, the thing that concerns me is a game like this on the weekend. We win the hitouts 45 to 24 and we lose the clearances 37 to 31. Yeah, I can... And so is, is it getting to the point where they're working out that, that the space that Baldus is leaving for his – because he had eight clearances himself. He's still, what, third or fourth in the comp mm. for clearances. But that's damning. When you, when you win the hit out so convincingly and, and the, the quality of on-ballers we've got, on, like inside on-ballers being Dougie, Basti, Griggy. I'm not saying these guys have been super – but you just can't you can't give up the clearances like that because it, it's a, regardless of field position is if you, if you're down in the clearances but winning the hitouts there's, there's something wrong mm. I don't know what it is but the, the, I don't know is that something that you've sort of addressed or is clearance work has normally been something of the red legs sort of wear on their chest a, a driver a one yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously with the six 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 rule that we've had for the last couple of years you're you're heavily reliant to the team that gets the ball forward or wins the clearance. Um, has a better chance to set up. Mm. So if you're if you're not winning centre bounce clearances, um, it, the ball's coming into the defence pretty quickly. But at the same time, when you do win it, it gives your defenders a better chance to set up if the forwards are able to lock it in. So um, I think at the moment we're probably a bit inconsistent with actually winning those clearances. And around the ground, we're probably uh, those secondary stoppages probably not getting it forward enough. I know we're going to get the supporters come through and they're going to say, you know, kick it long and all this as they normally do. And we're not mm. knocking you guys for thinking that. But I know inside the club and the players that there's a, a plan. What's the one thing that you would identify that you can give us that we're, we're really, like we're not quite there? Is it, is it is it that allowing too many inside 50 entries, 62 to 37 on the weekend? Is it defensive running? Is it setting up? Is it um, converting going forward? What's the one thing Pressure. That... Is, is, yeah, what is it? Is there one factor that you think, this is the area that we really need to and nail And if you get that house. right, then we're away. Yeah, it's really hard to put a finger on the exact issue or the exact point that we need to focus on, but it all, it all starts with our um, pressure around the footy, and that's what we're doing when we don't have the footy. So um, even if the other team's winning the footy or getting it forward, it's under pressure and our defenders, or it gives our defenders a better chance of being able to defend their man. So I think that's a really big focus, a big key indicator for us at the moment. Back to a quick positive. Who's one player you like? We haven't seen much of many of the juniors. Who's one player you really like? Who's one player out of this season so far that maybe in the younger ones, whatever, that you just absolutely love? Just remember you've got your Findex financials, so don't go selling yourself uh, too early on this show. You've got uh, some Findex financials to give us later on. That's right. Um, Jed Spence has been has been a great. Uh, I like inclusion. him. Yeah, really impressed with Jed Spence. Yeah, tell us a bit about him. Yeah, so he's done a lot of work over the last couple of years. Um, uh, first year in the seniors last year, uh, started out at Paynham actually in round one, and by the end of the year, he won the reserves McGarry. Yeah, he couldn't get a game in the twos, could he? And then played at Paynham, and then wins the reserves McGarry. Yeah, and then uh, played in a premiership. So uh, had a, obviously had a great year. Um, backed it up again this year, and he's. Uh, Found his opportunity. He's got his chance to play in the league side. How old is he? I think he's 20. Is he a chance or size probably an issue with him to go? Uh, probably uh, probably size. Yep, size just might be against him. Hey, got another text here. The boys are on our mate, Richo, tonight. Uh, how's the Sapsars of coaching going? Looking at a few wins in the upcoming carnival? Uh, yeah, that's that's correct. I'm uh, coaching the Hills District for uh, footy over the next couple of weeks or in a couple of weeks' time. So I um, had a couple of mates from school help me out with the selection process and uh, 
it is a hard role being a coach, um, as I found out over the last couple of weeks. I reckon we've got a few on the line here of your mates tonight, and they're not putting <laughs> any names to this, so we're going to put it out to that. Those mates of Richos that are throwing a bit of stick, give us a buzz, because you're going to get a $50 haircut voucher, and no doubt you blokes from POC need a haircut every now and then, you <laughs> scruffy-looking mob, or you get a $20 sports power voucher, so give us a call, 1-300-736-736-STICKS, and uh, hang a bit of stick on old Richo. Uh, my left hand, gentlemen, I have the teams, thanks to Paradise Mazda. Let me share it with you now. We're taking on the Eagles to Tomorrow evening at Cooper's Stadium. Going to be a big night. A bit of a memorial night too for the Norwood Football Club. So uh, get along and uh, give yourself the opportunity to recognise some of the Norwood greats who we've lost in recent times. From the fullback position, Mackenzie Ball Roker. Halfback, Wilkins Shenton Ira. Centre line is D. Barry Panos Bastinac. Half forwards, Nunn Pinion Douglas. Across the full forward line, Gerloff Ellison Bampton. On ball, Balderstone, Greg Abbott. The interchange bench is from Zust, Saywell, Wilson, Fairbrother, Colin Spence and Heard. Zed Richards, our boy in the studio with a knee, is out for, we reckon, about three or four weeks. So hopefully he can get back in time for the end of the season. Four ins, Fairbrother, Zust, Heard and Spence. If Daniel Fairbrother or Jack Heard. Uh, selected they will play their first Sandful senior game, a squad of 25 to take on the Eagles tomorrow night at Cooper Stadium. So much to get through, of course. We'll have the People's Choice Credit Union votes. We'll be catching up with Cam Tahini a little bit later on in the show. The Findex Financials, of course. Greg Champion on the other side of this break. Climate, air conditioning and solar are SA's biggest stake and dealer and their proud sponsors, the Redlegs and the Telstra Shop at Norwood have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. You listen to Redlegs Radio. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Yeah, you listen to Redlegs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. And Telstra Shop at Norwood knows everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Greg Champion is going to join us very shortly before he does. The People's Choice Credit Union Award. Uh, well, let's be honest. It wasn't particularly impressive from uh, the players, nor were the votes particularly impressive either. Let me wheel through them now. Leading the way, Sam Balderstone with eight Will Abbott with five, Nick Rokar three, Mitch Wilkins one, Cam Shenton one. A total of 18 votes only Whoa. handed out from the fans. So they have spoken. They have spoken with, with their, their thumbs. Votes. And that mean, brings us to the People's Choice Credit Union leaderboard. And Sam Balderstone holds his 157-vote lead from Mitch Grigg on 99. Our guest, Zach Richards, is in third on 96. Will Abbott on 86. Tom Pinion on 77, Nick Rokar 62, Cam Shenton 61, Richard Douglas 59, Louis Johnson and Deck Hamilton round out the leaderboard on 57. So that is the People's Choice Award leaderboard. And Miles Fitzner, I would dare suggest that you could give that award to Sam Balderstone right now because with just what is it five games remaining, it's going to, they're going to be he's going to, they're going to be he will be impossible to catch. Oh, I would have thought so. Yeah, she shows over there. Unless all Zach, Richards, Zach Richards' PAC mates come with a oh, real rush, just a real big launch. He'll just send the group text out and just get them to absolutely vote with their thumbs. Yeah. So, oh god, disappointing. Eighteen votes. That, uh, that is that. That's that's. Well, I don't know. That's warranted. It is warranted. People are disappointed, and that's okay. But the club will fight back. You know what? I'm still the believer, 
this is in all honesty, I'm that bloke, and I've always had that feeling with Norwood, is when it clicks, it gets it goes from pretty ordinary to really good really quickly. And so if you can sneak into the finals and go click, click, you can go bang, bang and actually do something. And it, as, as long as the list's okay, we're starting to, like, we've obviously got a few injuries and a few people that are underdone, but I, I, I don't write them off. Don't write them off because when it'll click, you watch. It'll, it'll look unreal. One bloke I've never written off is our next guest. It is Greg Champion who joins us each and every week with the songs. And I'm trying to get a bit of confirmation that he is ready to roll. My thumbs up. Greg Champion, welcome back to Red Legs Radio. And a pleasure to be with you again, as always. Uh, Greg, how's life one week on in the lockdown that is uh, the Dan Andrews Astan Victoria? Well, what is it about? Fourteen days until we go back to stage three. Do you reckon we're not looking forward to that? So hopefully, because <laughs> <laughs> I can go back to the recording studio, I can go back to playing tennis. Um, I don't have to have a permit to go to the city and be on the radio. So, uh, but, but of course, more people have uh, got more important issues on that to deal with. Uh, so, uh, stage three, bring it on. Can't come soon enough. Don't mean to be the bearer of bad bad news, champs. But there's every chance that it might. You know that they might extend it too, isn't there? Well, uh, I've been, I've asked a couple of friends that, and I've been reading the news feeds. Uh, but um, with the uh, daily short of uh, cases and and deaths numbers, then I believe uh, we're a pretty good pretty pretty good chance of going back to stage three, which is going to make a lot of difference to a lot of people's lifestyles. But of course, it's all about the welfare of the greater greater and the greater good of everyone. Champs, we've got Zach Richards in the studio, wears number one for the legs. He's got a little brother, Josh, who wears number 29. I'll tell you what, I reckon we might have to work on one of your brother songs for uh, the next few weeks, Zach and Josh. Coming from your brother, it's calling out your name. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I could, I could, yeah, I could, uh, I can see that working. I'll Matt give Corby. you. Um, I'll give you a glimpse of it now oh. um, so that we can do the brother thing for the boys. Um, you know, see that. Now, Zach's the number one, right? Zach wears number one and he's slightly older. And he is the number one brother, too. <laughs> he's the better child. And, Thanks, and Josh is number 29, right? So the song would go like, see that Zach Richards. Is Zach Richards? Have I got that right? Yes, got it. <laughs> yep, right. See that Zach Richards, he's pretty good. <laughs> see that Zach Richards, he's. Good for his age. Better than his brother at the same stage. But there's another <laughs> one again. And, and he's just come down to train. And the brother, he's even better. That's the way we'll do it. When, yes. When we that's, yeah, th- he's got a brother who's even better. That was um, a bit of Credence Clearwater Revival, I reckon, I picked out of that, champs. No, that was uh, that was uh, the Four Tops or something way back in about 1970. <laughs> uh, you might- <laughs> You're as old as I am, nearly. <laughs> uh, me old mate, what do you got for us this week? Okay, well, let me look at the files. Uh, okay, well, first of all, the Tech song. Okay. Yes, yeah, good old text. Now, so he played his 200th game for the Adelaide Crows on uh, Sunday afternoon. And, of course, he cut his teeth at the Norwood Football Club, played about a year and a half before Craigie finally relented and picked him. So nice that you've got a bit of, a, a bit of text for us to warm us up. Okay, my friend, uh, it goes like this. Long before his Becky Crow's career at the ledge, he was revered. While Neil Craig, he may have frustrated the parade, said, 
We'll have him here <laughs> as a red leg. He kicked bags of goals. Wish he'd never had to leave. If they'd left him with the legs, he'd kick a thousand goals guaranteed. Because <laughs> the mullet boy from Broken Hill is a cut above the mob. When the crow boys mulled the captaincy, he was perfect for the job. He could beat his chest superbly well, like a modern-day Tarzan. <laughs> he could beat and tease Mark Jackson's style, so they made him Crow's captain. Oi. Ah, brilliant. What a little ditty to get us underway. Now, I reckon, I, I will declare, I did find this one of yours, champs, and you had no recollection of it. You were asking me, who wrote The Mullet Boy from Broken Hill? Are we... When you've put together 15,000 songs in your life, it's easy to forget one or two. Well, you just plucked a line out of a song, and, uh, of course, it wasn't really, yeah. So that line of a song, no, that was uh, forgotten by me. Uh, But, you know, the thing that struck me about Tex from an early age was he did carry on. He was a chess beater. You know, he sort of, (laughs) you know, he's sort of, he's a bit like a a gorilla in the jungle. It's like, don't mess with me, you know, I'll come and get you. I'll eat you all up. That's sort of Texas style. I found a picture on the Norwood uh, website of him from his very, very early days sporting some terrible blonde tips oh right dear. out of the oh, uh, A few of those. Luke Jericho used to do that too. Yeah. Big Jezza. I, I, must, I must concede on Tex. Uh, Texas human side is very, uh, very easy to see. And despite that sort of early sort of throw your weight around style, uh, there's a very, you know you can see his human side very clearly. So uh, well said. Yeah, so, Rip, ripping yeah. human being is uh, Taylor Walker, and uh, I hope yeah. it finishes well for him. And I mean, we obviously know that the uh, the end is far closer than the beginning, but we wish him uh, a, a, a good quality ending to his AFL career, whenever that may be. What's next for us, uh, champs? Well, so there's a seagull song here, right? Oh, uh, right. Big your pun, love? I said, yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, uh, I, I think it goes like this. Uh, 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 we're the mighty, mighty <laughs> Yeah, that's the original, right? Yes. Now, now, how does the new one go? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're the eagles. We are one club. But we, uh, we used to be two. We merged in 1991. Stole from Norwood through and through. Our first coach was Neil Baum. But we wanted more red leg. Oh, no, that's a different tune, isn't it? <laughs> so we took... Uh, what am I singing? We're I think you're meant to be singing Glory, Glory, oh. Hallelujah. Here we go. We're the Eagles, we're one club. We're the Eagles, we're one club. But we used to be two. We merged in 91 and stole from Norwood through and through. Our first coach was Neil Baum. But we wanted more legs, so we stole Bruce Winter too. <laughs> and that's how we are at the Eagles. Deep down, we're red and blue. Oi! Brilliant, chaps. Nah, well yeah, we got there in the end. There was a couple of little false starts, but... All rough, rough as guts, but, you know, that's live radio. <laughs> now, do you want to work through the um, – yep. we, we did have a bit of a discussion about uh, – Miles Fitzner, a commentator here on 1629 SENSA, and he uses all those modern fangled terms. You know, we used to say across the face of goal. Now, 
now they uh, now they transverse, they switch play. They come up with all of these ridiculous names. It used to be a ruck rover. Now there's all these midfielders champs. And, uh, you know, we know that the, the Norwood fans, they get frustrated with the tactics of the game. They just want to see everyone just kick it long, get it down into the forward lines fast. And we did have a discussion about that this week. And hopefully you've got a, a little track to celebrate that. Yeah, I do. And uh, did you say transverse? Tra- trans, tra- traverse. You've got to be careful, tra- ca- oh, careful. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. I, think I, I think I meant traverse. Or, or are they traversing? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, either, whether they're traversing or transversing, it's nonsense. Get rid of it, right? <laughs> Perfect. So here's some, here's some new lingo and some old lingo, okay? Why don't they barter up, barter up anymore, baby? Now they structure up, structure up. Whatever happened to up the guts? Uh, and there's, of course, these are answers, you see. Your, your backing group. <laughs> when I repeat myself, that's your backing group. So right. I'll start again. Why don't they barter up, barter, barter up. up anymore, baby? Now they structure up, structure up. Whatever happened to up the guts, up the guts? Selling the dummy and mongrel punch, mongrel punch. Stacks on the mill, bring it back. The old-fashioned lingo, taking one week at a time. Barter up, bring the old 40 talk back. They got talk about gut runners, leg speed, and all of that guff. Well, come on, enough's enough. Forget fat sides, quarterbacks playing a role. Shots on goal, bring back the sausage roll. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, pinch hitters, forget that stuff. Just get out and man them up, get out and have a dip. Get out and kick a bag, get B.O.G. And don't they butter up anymore, baby. Now they structure up. But whatever happened to up the guts and selling the dummy and mongrel punts and stacks on the mill, bring it back. The old-fashioned lingo taking a week at a time. <clears throat> butter up, bring the old footy talk back. You got to lower your eyes, keep breaking the lines, and what's more, you got to kick to touch. You got your leadership groups, you got closing out matches, yeah nah. Well it's all too much. Frontal pressure, spare us boys, <laughs> kick long bombs down to Royce. Give me the coat hanger, give me the ball burstner, just keep it real. Why don't they barter up anymore, baby? Now they structure up. But whatever happened to up the guts and selling the dummy and mongrel punch and stacks on the mill, bring it back. The old-fashioned lingo taken one week at a time. Butter up, bring the old 40 talk back. Ba, 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 boy. Three votes, G-Champion once again. Uh, great stuff, mate. Always appreciate your contribution to our show, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Well, I might uh, practice my tune so I know what uh, I'm singing about next time. Uh, We we know full well that in the end, a couple of little false starts, but you're always going to uh, land it in the end as you did once again with the Eagles song. Well done, mate. Great stuff. Yeah, thanks, chaps, and uh, good on you, and catch you soon. Look, All the best. We're thanks, looking chaps. forward to uh, the Zach and Josh Richards song, which will be coming in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. All right. See you, lads. See you, champs. That's uh, Greg Champion there. He does it thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar, SA's biggest stake and dealer and proud sponsor of the Redlegs. And, of course, the Telstra shop at Norwood. They have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. You can visit their friendly experts today. Coming back very shortly with Camp Tahini, you're listening to Redlegs Radio.
Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner in the studio with our special guest, Zach Richards, the number one for the Norwood Football Club. And we're here thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best in the Telstra shop at Norwood. They know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. We are very lucky to have on the line, joining us all the way from an AFL hub, the draft pick number 50, went to the Geelong Football Club, via the Norwood Football Club. Cam Tahini, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Thanks, guys. Cheers for having me. Cam, would it be fair to say you haven't made your debut yet, but you might just be timing your run nicely with the Cats uh, heading towards finals time. You might be just coming in at the right moment, my man. Yeah, it's a great time to be around the club. Um, yeah, the boys have been going really well the last few weeks, so... Um, Keep doing um, as well as I can in the twos. Uh, keep knocking over the pracky games. Um, a few boys pushing their case, but pretty tough team to crack into at the moment and uh, not a bad thing. Well, we've got a serious Cam Tahini on the line tonight, Hooky, with self-proclaimed TikTok king of Geelong. <laughs> Mate, uh, how's the TikTok been going in the hub? Uh, it's been a bit dry. I haven't done too many. Um, might need to ramp them up a little bit. The days are getting a bit longer. It's a rough year, but now nah, we're finding things to do. Um, which is good. Mate, whereabouts Whereabouts are you? For all the listeners out there, whereabouts are you and how long have you been in the hub? Uh, so we're up on the Gold Coast at the moment, just uh, based at Southport, uh, at the Southport Sharks facilities. Um, so we're pretty lucky with um, how we've got the oval facilities, gym facilities. Um, no pool, which is a bit of a... Yeah, you'd need, you'd need the gym though, mate, wouldn't you? Just a little bit light on up top, sort of got to fill oh, yeah, out just a fraction. Oh, I spend a fair bit of time in the gym. Um, <laughs> need to put a bit of size on. I'm not the biggest bloke getting around, but um, yeah, no, we've been pretty lucky with the facility we've been given, and um, yeah, it's definitely helped with that performance out on the field. Tickets going well, mate. Um, how does the the hub compare to the boarding house at Ross Trevor? <laughs> um, it's a, the boarding house at Ross Trevor is great. Um, let me add that in just quickly. Um, <laughs> Looking after the look after the school. Nah, the food's been really good here. Like, um, yeah, absolutely blessed with um, the treatment we've been given, almost getting looked after too well, I reckon. So it's a pretty surreal experience as a first year, um, saving a fair bit of coin as well. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty surreal experience at the moment. Cam, there's a, a number of good players that you've been training with at the Norwood Football Club, but just describe what it's like to run out and have a training session with... P. Dangerfield, Jay Selwood, all of these absolute legends of uh, of the top end of AFL footy. What experience has that like been like for you? Yeah, it's a pretty awesome experience. Um, just getting to learn off greats of the game like that and seeing how they go about it. Um, often find myself, yeah, getting stood next to Tom Hawkins or Gary Rowan as well um, at the moment. So just watching how they go about it and the way they move is, yeah, great learning experience for myself and the younger boys. You know I'm a Cats supporter, Cam, and I've told you that because I want first tickets to your game, to the debut game. But anyway, we'll work out that later. Mate, uh, Tommy Hawkins, tell us a bit about him. Um, I've heard stories before about Tommy Hawkins, about uh, size and strength, but also the sort of person that he is. But to go and stand a bloke like that, most fullbacks have said in the last sort of decade that he's one of the stronger men you'll ever um you'll ever line up against. Just talk about him a little bit and how, like how actual big and how strong he is as a, as a player. Yeah, I guess um, you don't notice it as much on the TV. I think um, 
the match he had against Port Adelaide a couple of weeks ago um, probably showed just how strong and how tough he is to play on. I think the defenders were taking front and back shoulder and not a lot was going their way. So he's a, got a huge frame. He's pretty hard to get around. And, um, yeah, he's exceptionally good at what he does. He's good on the lead and he's happy to body plays out as well. So he's got yeah all the dimensions to his game and a ripping bloke as well. And Cam, how are you going without your good mate, Dill Stevens? Ooh. Well, besties, yeah, besties. I've actually got the two other EP boys also from Ross Trevor that have been looking after me pretty well since getting to Geelong. Um, Dill hasn't actually replied to me since draft night. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's good to see he's going well and getting a lot of games under his belt at the moment as well. So, um, yeah, it's awesome to see. Cam, how much well. how much time are you spending in the gym? Have you bulked up enough that you finally got rid of that long sleeve Guernsey? You're actually in a proper footy Guernsey, mate. Or are you still rocking the long sleever, hiding those little spaghetti arms of yours? Oh, it's a bit too warm on the Gold Coast to rock the long sleever. Um, Brad Close is still persisting. Uh, he'd wear a long sleever in thirty degree weather, I reckon. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe a bit of a sunburn long sleeve at the moment and that's about it I reckon. <laughs> Mate, um, just tell us about the, the practice games and how you're getting scratch matches in practice games and sort of where you, where you sit. So you're playing against the, the reserves of other sides at, at clubs or how much game time are you actually getting? Yeah, so we're getting pretty close to um, what the AFL boys are getting. It's a bit different in um, we play eight periods of 10 minutes instead of four 20 minute quarters just to be able to manage player loads bit more carefully um but yeah we're still getting the same kilometers um that we need to be and um yeah it's been interesting i think it's got as low as maybe a 13 on 13 sort of match so there's a lot of running involved but um no it's good just have games Mate, uh, probably like a tough side to break into this year, but really aiming towards next year to try and get a debut game. Is that the plan, sort of to start, get through another big pre-season, bulk up this year and try and get a game early next year? Is that the plan? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a plan at the moment. Keep um, pushing my case this year and trying to um, develop as a player and then get a big pre-season under the belt um, and really launch into it and um, hopefully push my case through early, start of next season and... Who knows, if it's been a weird season this year, um, you never um, close the door on the opportunity. But, um, yeah, we'll just keep trying to tick along and tick the boxes. Cam, all of your former Redlegs teammates will be tuning in tonight. They'll be listening fastidiously to what you've got to say. The boys have dropped the last two and they've dropped out of the four. What's your message to your former teammates? What do they need to do to lift? Uh, well, they're a great team, a great bunch of folks. They definitely know how to win, um, so I'm not, yeah, it won't be long. They'll bounce back this week, I reckon, against the Eagles. Um, love playing at the parade, so I'd say watch out this weekend. I reckon they might be back. Geez, that media training just down at Geelong has just kicked in beautifully, <laughs> hadn't it, Cam? You're just as smooth as silk at the moment, the real club and team answers, mate. You've just done it superbly. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Cam Tahini, uh, really appreciate your time. We miss you back here at the Norwood Football Club, but we look forward to seeing what you're going to do with the Cats uh, over the next decade. You're a young star. We're looking forward to seeing what you've got ahead of us. Thanks for joining us on Redlegs Radio. Cheers, boys.
too easy, guys. Thanks for having me. Good Cam on you, mate. Tahini there, the boy now at the Cats after uh, a sterling little cameo career with the Norwood Football Club. We're off to a bike. Climate, air conditioning and solar. SA's biggest stake and dealer and proud sponsor of the Red Legs, the Telstra shop at Norwood. Of phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Every Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Final term here at Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best in the Telstra shop at Norwood. Know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Our special guest is Zach Richards, and he's going to be taking part in our special Findex Financials game. We play the stock market across the SANFL competition, buy, sell and hold. And I'm going to give you the new ball today, Zach, because you're a cricket teammate of mine. Well, you know, you used to sort of sit around and watch while I would bat for four or five hours, but we were still teammates. <laughs> Here we go. So let's talk a little bit about... Oh, Jeepers, creepers. Where would you put me in all of Prince Alfred Old Collegian's batters of Ooh, all time? What a question. Top three? Oh, I'm trying just, to think of the out, other. Just out, maybe? I don't know who the other two would I be. I never but... saw you in your prime, though. Well, yeah, that's right. This is me way too old. I really playing... want to see that list. I'll get that list for me, the top prime. three POC of all time. Let's talk about the Findex financials. First of all, what are you going to buy this week, uh, Zach? Uh, I've made two purchases, if two. that's okay. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah. Change the rules, mate, but go for it. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Friday night footy back at the parade. I'm going to buy buying that. First and... time, isn't it? Or second, no, second... that is Saturday night game. Then. Yes, I know, but that was the first... Week that, night. That, that was, was the first week. Game. Yeah, okay. There's been a Friday night game, which was West-North. Right. Yeah, that then the Saturday two, night two afterwards, but first Friday night at Cooper's. Very good. No, that's a good buy because uh, we've missed it and we want it back. Yep. And uh, the young Jack Hurd, um, little... Oh, no, I wouldn't say little. Uh, halfback, uh, key defender... Um, Really, really starting to play some good footy in the twos, and I think he's not far away. In the lineup to make his debut this weekend. Uh, Miles, what are you buying? Uh, I'm buying West Adelaide. Um, are you? Yep, really? I'm buying West Adelaide. So yep. am I. Yep, buying West Adelaide. Lost to the Doggies last week, but you watch them come out. They'll give the Double Blues a touch-up this now, week, I reckon, I reckon. I've actually got them as well. That's my buy as well. West Adelaide, I reckon they might beat Sturt this week. This shows week. we you, don't rehearse it off air. And you don't get you don't get a big price for West at the moment. You're not paying much, so nope. I reckon they are a good purchase. What are you selling this week uh, there, Zach? Uh, sell. I'm going to sell Josh Richards. Um, <laughs> love it. He's going to love that. Yeah, in the moon boot at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get rid of him this week. Yeah, just before the share price completely plummets. I'm selling the Sample Women's League medal count after they've mucked, oh, up, with the, they've mucked up with the jumpers and the Guernseys when one of the players has had... Um, 40-odd touches and didn't yeah. get the three votes, and they've actually given the three votes to someone who had three touches but wearing a long-sleeve jumper but a slightly different number. And then they miss out by how many votes, was it? Three votes, yeah. yeah. So the story is Anne Hatchard uh, missed out on a potential three-vote game with 42 possessions, and her teammate Alex Fittridge had three possessions. One was wearing 20. That was Fittridge wearing 20 in a long-sleeve Guernsey. Hatch- Hatchard wearing 50 in a long-sleeve Guernsey. I think they'll fix that up. Let's hope better. so. Because uh, that was a bit of a shot. I tell you what, I'm going to sell. Now it's 24 hours out from the game. We get a squad of 25 players, and there's no expectation that they, there could be four changes this weekend. We only know about one because Zach's out. How can that be right that the Sample allows every club 24 hours out from a game to name a squad of 25? They take bets on these games for goodness sake. That's not good enough. Name a 22. You can you can have two emergencies if you like, but I reckon that is absolutely wrong that in this day and age you don't actually name what your team is until they run out on the field. Mate, Hooky, I agree with you. I call these games and I'm learning 25 players and then outruns 
you know, five have changed or whatever over. I'm all about it. Name the 22. Not good enough. The, the Sandfoot, you want to be a professional league, you've got to get professional with those sorts of things. Right. Uh, what are we holding this weekend? What are you holding there, Zach? Uh, I'm going to hold my good mate, uh, Matty Nunn. A uh, bit quiet last week. Had a probably a bit of a tag. Probably one of the first ones he actually had. Um, so he'll bounce back this week. He'll have a big 30-plus touch. Good touch hold. Game. I like that. I'm holding the bays. Okay. Um, yeah, like just dipped in value against South last week. Get a tune-up and... Uh, yeah, probably a few other things in the studio. I need to tune up at the moment by the uh, by the smell of them. But anyway, we move on again. Hooky, what are you holding? How did how about uh, Mark Stone? How did he deal with the old rock paper scissors uh, oh. instead of the toss on the weekend? That yeah. didn't go down too well. No <laughs> good. Stone, he did it. I, I thought it was quite funny. So I tell you what, I'm holding Ryan Bastanak. So a little bit maligned. He's had a couple of weeks off with the calf. Wasn't in his best form on the weekend, but I'm expecting him to come back and absolutely fire on the weekend. Uh, we're going to get to the end of the show. You've got the North versus Bays on Sunday for 1629 SENSA. North Bays, 2 o'clock. Max Thring in the special comments chair, so have a good insight into North Adelaide. Should be a ripping game because, well, the Bays come off the 50-point loss and uh, North obviously come off the 50-point win, but two sides vying in contention. So it should be a good call. Tune in. Zach Richards, uh, what is your role on the weekend? Do you have any jobs? Coach got you doing something on the bench? or um, At this stage, I think I'm helping out with the reserves. I think I'll be a bit more of a bench coach, just uh, talking to people as I come off. Um, and then I'll wait to see what happens later on in the night. Mate, you've been our best guest, absolutely by far and away. Number one oh, guest. We really appreciate your time. It's tomorrow night. We take on the Eagles at Cooper Stadium. We will see you all at the footy. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.